Happy Nurses Week to all the nurses and future nurses listening. To celebrate, I'm having a 20% off sale on Study Sesh. This is my private podcast that features over 140 episodes to help you study on the go. Formats include pod quizzes, power hour deep dives, drills, and case studies. If you're tired of sitting at your desk or staring at a screen, but still want to review for nursing school, it's time to check out Study Sesh. Go to straightanursingstudent.com and click on Courses in that top menu bar. That's straightanursingstudent.com and click on Courses in the menu bar. See you there. Hello again, everyone, and Happy New Year. This is Nurse Mo, and I'm so excited to be here with you today for the first episode of 2022 on the Straighty Nursing Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about learning styles in nursing school for episode 193. So before we jump into that, I do want to take a quick minute for a San Fam shout out and give you guys an announcement about a free workshop that starts on January 5th. So real quick, shout out to Julie Ann. And Julie Ann says, I am so thankful for Nurse Mo. You cannot find a planner anywhere like what Nurse Mo offers. I'm so thankful for how organized I now find myself. Also, for all of you future nursing students, she even offers a nursing school boot camp that I guarantee can help prepare you for your first day in class. Thank you, Nurse Mo. I will never buy my planners from any other place but you. The quality is amazing. The shipping was fast and the product is hands down the best. I love my planner. Julie Ann, girl, you are speaking my language. I love a good planner also, and that's exactly why I created this one specifically for nursing students. So if you're listening to this and you did not know that I make planners for nursing students, Julie Ann clearly loves it, and I think you might too. I will put the link to where you can get that in the episode notes. And she also mentioned my boot camp which I will also link to in the episode notes if you're looking to get prepared for nursing school. It is on sale right now and will be for about another week. The sale ends January 10th, 2022. You can still get it, of course, but I want you to get the best deal possible. It's 20% off and there are some really cool bonuses, so definitely check that out. I've also got a free five-day challenge that starts on January 5th. So hopefully you're listening to this episode the day it comes out on January 4th, and you can get into that challenge. So it's so fun. We did it last July and had a blast. And how it works is every morning at 7 a.m. Pacific, you get a message in your inbox, and I might make it a little bit earlier for those that are on the East Coast. So maybe a little bit earlier than 7 a.m. Pacific, but you get an email in your inbox about what your mission for that day is. And I promise you, it's nothing that's gonna take over your life. Each day, it's an actionable, easy-to-do thing that can help set you up to be really organized for nursing school. The challenge is called Don't Get Overwhelmed, 
get organized. So that's how that works. And then I show up live in our Facebook group to talk through the topic of the day. And then there's also some, you know, there's like worksheets and things like that to help you think through what the each day's mission is. It's super cool. We had a blast with it last time. I really hope that you can join us. Okay, so let's dive into talking about different learning styles in nursing school and how to maximize each one. Now, I know that, you know, people say all the time you need to learn how you best learn. And yes, you absolutely need to do that. I will also link to a learning style assessment in case you're not really sure if you're more of a visual learner or hands-on learner or whatever it is. The thing with nursing school, though, is you're going to probably be using all of these modalities because different classes and different types of information really lend themselves to different ways of learning. But I want you to be able to maximize that as much as possible and then your preferred style, use that as much as you can. So let's get to it. In my free guide, The 20 Habits of Successful Nursing Students, which I will link to as well. There's going to be a lot of links with this episode, but I'll link to that in the episode notes as well. One of the secrets that I talk about is, again, maximizing your learning style. So the truth is, when you're working as a nurse, data is going to be coming at you from so many different directions and in a variety of of formats. And and none of this none of this is going to call you ahead of time and say, "Do you learn best visually or through reading?" No, it's coming at you. So, some of the data forms coming at you at the bedside are visual data. This would be information that you take in visually when you look at your patient. Numerical data such as the patient's vital signs, maybe it's lab values, things like that auditory data from monitoring devices. So in the unit where I currently work, we have our monitoring devices to beep, beep, beep every time there's a QRS, every time the heart beats. So you can hear if the heartbeat is too fast, too slow, or erratic. And then we also have an auditory cue for their oxygen saturation level. And that tone will go down as their oxygen saturation level drops. So I can be standing at my computer and doing my paperwork or whatever, you know, because you have to do a ton of paperwork in nursing. I don't even need to look at the monitor. I know that Bob needs to take a deep breath. And I can just say, Bob, take a deep breath. And then I know he took a deep breath because the sounds change on the monitor. Of course, I'm going to look at him. But my point is, you're going to get auditory data in as well. You're going to get auditory data from what you hear when you listen to your patient's hearts, lungs, bowel sounds, all of it. You're going to get language-related data from what people and patients say to you. You're going to get data with your hands, what you feel when you touch and assess your patient or work with a piece of equipment. And then there's going to be data that you read in the chart about the patient's medical history or procedures or in the medication administration record. So you have to be able to 
bring in and process data in a variety of ways in nursing, and that's going to happen in nursing school as well. So in your nursing school classes, again, different subjects or classes are often going to be connected to certain ways of learning. And while, again, you may have one or two preferred learning styles that really resonate well with you, you can't get completely boxed into those. You're going to be using different tactics throughout all of nursing school. So again, I'm going to link to that learning style assessment. So if you're not sure what type your preferred type is, find out. Use it as much as you can, but just know that there are going to be times when you're going to need to use other modalities. So let's talk through the main learning styles, visual, auditory, kinesthetic, and reading and writing, and how to maximize and when you might be using them in nursing school. I'm Jane Perlez, longtime foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places, Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I mean, China is not dropping anti-democratic paratroopers into Montana. But of course, we did see things like the weather balloon slash spy balloon riveting the whole country for a week. This is Face Off, an eight-part series in which we'll take you behind the scenes to key moments in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. We'll speak with a diplomat, a spy, a tech reporter, a U.S. admiral, even Yo-Yo Ma. Plus, my pal and noted China historian Rana Mitter joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face-Off launches April 9th. So visual learning. Visual learners are going to absorb information best when they can visualize images visualize ideas and relationships between concepts. So if that sounds like you, you can maximize visual learning by using concept maps, charts, tables, graphs. Pay careful attention to any images in your textbooks. If you rely heavily on visual learning, you're probably going to do better with in-person classes that have live lectures versus online modules. If the online module has videos associated with it, you'll probably be fine. But if it doesn't, you're going to do better live. Now, you can use concept maps to show the components of a disease condition or a plan of care for a patient. Charts and graphs are going to help you understand data and how it relates to your patient or their disease condition. Tables are great for comparing and contrasting those disease conditions that share similarities or are polar opposites like Cushing's and Addison's disease. I want you to look in your textbook or even search online for photographs and illustrations of the disease condition, the anatomy, physiologic pathways, all of that. Try to get visual images. And if you go to Google and you put in your search term, you can click on images and just get images related to that search term. Super helpful for visual learners. 
Now, visual learning will obviously come into play with videos, animations, and demonstrations. So maximize those where you can. In clinical, pay very close attention to what you are seeing. Pay very close attention to how the patient looks, what you notice about them. Pay careful attention to what the other people do when they're assessing the patient or performing a skill, and then how the patient responds. Observe, watch, take all of that in visually. So if you're a visual learner, you're going to be in great shape in nursing school because there are a lot of opportunities to learn in this way. Now let's talk about you audio learners, and you're all probably a bit skewed toward auditory learning, or you wouldn't be taking the time to listen to a podcast to help you with nursing school. So with auditory learning, you're going to learn really well from listening to information and from talking through concepts out loud. So if you are a heavily based auditory learner, a great way to maximize this learning style in nursing school is See what happens when you don't actually take notes during a lecture, but instead focus 100% on just listening. Now, I don't want you to do this with a key lecture before a key exam because you're going to try it out first. I want you to, maybe with an online lecture that's recorded or a short module, try it out in that way and then Go back through it, go back through your lesson objectives and see what you can write out to answer those lesson objectives. Now, chances are, if you are very heavily skewed towards auditory learning, you may get so much more from doing it this way than from trying to listen and write notes at the same time. But again, try on a you know, a lesson or a lecture or a module that's not so high stakes to see if it works for you. Another tip, if maybe that isn't quite how it would work for you, then you can take notes during the lecture, but also record the lecture if your instructor gives you permission to do that. Or if it's a recorded lecture or online module, go back and listen to it again a second or even a third time. You could also benefit by recording yourself reading through your notes. So let's say you go to lecture and you take notes and then you're going to read those notes out loud, recording yourself and play that back while you're going for a walk or driving to class. Other ways to maximize auditory learning are obviously listening to this podcast. I also have a podcast called Study Sesh, which is all about auditory learning. And I'm going to link to that in the episode notes. We do pod quizzes, we do drills, we do case studies, we do power hour where I really dive deep into a topic. I'll link to that in the episode notes if you want to learn more about Study Sesh. There's also a ton of information on this podcast that you can utilize Listen to those topics before you take your exams or after your lecture in class just to reinforce it. You could join a study group. Now make sure you follow my rules for study groups. And if you're not sure what those are, I'll link to that as well. Make sure that your study group includes other people who are also 
auditory learners because you're going to structure your group in a way that what you do is you talk through concepts and take turns teaching one another. That's how you're going to learn best in a study group. You can make up a song or memorize an important concept such as the RAS pathway with mnemonic devices and things like that. So I made up a funny song about bone ossification back in anatomy and physiology. And then we all use mnemonic devices to learn the cranial nerves, right? I mean, is there really any other way to learn the cranial nerves? You could also make up stories to help you remember key information about a disease condition or a medication. I totally did this with psychopharmacology. All of those medications have so many side effects and safety factors that I could not keep them straight. So I made up really goofy stories that helped me remember. And I recorded myself saying the story and I listened to it over and over again because I'm a very auditory skewed learner. You also want to translate visual information into statements. For example, let's say you've got a picture in your textbook or a graph or chart of some kind. Write out a paragraph describing what you see, what that image conveys to you, and then read this statement out loud to reinforce it. Again, you could record this statement and listen to yourself reading it. You can read out loud to yourself or use an app that reads your digital textbooks out loud to you. And in clinical, I want you to pay very close attention to auditory cues. This could be the sounds that the patient makes, the words that they say, the things you hear with your stethoscope, the things you hear from the monitors and the alarms, all the conversations that are going on about the patient. You're going to gather a lot of information in this way. Now for you kinesthetic and hands-on learners, there is a ton of this type of learning in nursing school. This is essentially that hands-on learning you're going to do in your skills lab, in simulation, and in clinical. You can maximize your kinesthetic or hands-on learning by doing as much as you can. So here are a few tips around that. When you learn an assessment skill in the lab, I want you to practice that assessment on an actual person over and over and over again. And if you have more than one person you can practice on, practice on as many people as you possibly can. The same goes for any hands-on skills like dressing changes or injections or helping patients with their ADLs. Get a willing participant and practice over and over and over again. Now, you're not going to be giving injections to your roommate, but you could practice mobilizing someone, getting them out of bed and getting them to a chair, helping them with all of their ADLs. If you have an at-home lab kit where you can practice things like dressing changes or injections. I practiced giving um, injections, I believe, to oranges and hot dogs and just all kinds of random things so that I would have more hands-on practice doing that. Another tip is to do something physical 
while you review material. This can really help kinesthetic learners retain information. So you can listen to your lectures while tossing a ball or using a fidget toy or something like that. Overall, with kinesthetic learners, get your hands on as many things as you can and repeat, repeat, repeat. If your school has open lab hours, utilize them. You're going to learn so much in that way and in clinical. What you're going to do is get your hands on patients, get your hands on equipment, get in there and practice and do as much as you absolutely can. Okay, and then we have reading and writing as our other type of learning style. And there's a lot in nursing school surrounding reading and writing. So even if this isn't one of your preferred learning styles, you are going to be using it to some degree. Of all the types of learners, those who align really heavily with reading and writing are more likely to do well with distance learning and online modules. So here are some tips for maximizing your reading and writing as a learning modality. Now, while there are some students who can benefit from reading every word of their textbooks, this really isn't a reality for most students. I want you to learn how to read for nursing school by checking out a video that I did. I'm going to link to that in the episode notes. And I talk all about how to read for nursing school, basically a systematic way to skim read your textbooks. Another way to really emphasize the reading and writing learning style in nursing school is to stay engaged as you read. Use highlighters as you take notes, but don't highlight everything. You have to be very systematic and organized with how you highlight. Develop a system for what type of information you're going to highlight and you're going to use color coding for different types of information. So maybe you decide you're going to focus on medications and side effects and nursing interventions. Then each one of those types of information would be a different highlighted color. Now, just like that auditory learner, it's very helpful for you to write out descriptions of images, charts, and graphs, things like that as you come across them in your texts. You can maximize reading and writing by rewriting your notes after lecture and translating all those random bullet points, which are basically just lists of unconnected concepts Connect those together into paragraph form using your own words. This is the most effective way to take notes in nursing school. You also will benefit greatly from creating your own study guides using the lesson objectives. So I hope that helps you understand that nursing school is definitely going to require pulling from all the different learning styles in order to be successful and that this gives you some ideas for how to maximize each one. And then another bonus secret of successful nursing students that I want to share with you is that successful nursing students 
take advantage of every single learning opportunity. And I would say this really comes into play in the clinical setting. So in my book, Nursing School Thrive Guide, hey yo, if you've read it, thank you. I tell a story about a time when I had two nursing students working with me in the ICU. I don't know how that happened. Um, It's just the way things landed. I think they were from two different programs and they both happened to be working with the patient that I was assigned with that day. So I had two students. So I was trying to find learning things for them to do because I love having students and I really want them to get a lot out of their clinical time. So I was actively looking for things for them to do. One of the students would leap at every opportunity that came up while the other one, um, when I, somebody asked if they wanted to help set up a tube feeding pump and prime the tubing and get it all set up for the patient. So the student that leapt at every opportunity was like, oh yeah, I'll come do that. And the other student was like, I've already done that before and just declined to even go in and be a part of this process. And what I thought of in that moment was what the student who said, oh, I've already done that before, didn't realize is that things can go wrong. There can be troubleshooting that has to occur things that don't go as planned, and when you have to troubleshoot, when you have to overcome an obstacle, that is when the real learning occurs. Like, I could teach you how to set up a tube feeding in about two minutes, and you'd probably be fine at it, but if there's an issue and you have to spend 15 minutes troubleshooting and figuring out how to make something work, the amount of learning that took place in that 15 minutes is extraordinary. So I always encourage students, leap, jump, grab onto with both hands, absolutely every learning opportunity that you can, even the things you've done 50 times, because the 51st time could be the time when everything goes wrong and you really learn how to troubleshoot, think on your feet, and problem solve, which is 90% of your job as a nurse. So there you have it, you guys. Ways to maximize your learning in nursing school with different learning styles. If you would like all 20 secrets all at once, you can grab those in my free guide, which I will link to in the episode notes. And again, if you're listening to this, in real time, come join the free five-day challenge. I would love to see you there. All the links again are down below in the episode notes. I will see you next time when we talk about amiodarone in just a couple of days. I did a little extra bonus episode here for you guys. So in just a couple of days, bonus episode talking about amiodarone. See you then. This podcast is brought to you by Straight A Nursing. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Sleep Cove podcast can help you. Hi, I'm Christopher Fitton, the voice and clinical hypnotherapist behind Sleep Cove. Sleep Cove features sleep hypnosis, meditations and bedtime stories all designed to help those of you who struggle at night to achieve a restful and peaceful night's sleep. Search for Sleep Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see why Sleep Cove helps millions of people sleep deeply all night long.